0: Welcome to the Contracting Handbook Podcast, a podcast for how to run a small contracting company. Whether you're a general contractor like me or a trade contractor, starting fresh or been in business for years, here's all the stuff you never knew you'd have to know before you started your contracting business with a man who's seen it all, your host, Mike Kinoki. That's me. Hey everybody welcome back. Today I'm going to tell you something you already know. They need to learn from the mistakes of others. And how do you do this obvious thing? I want you to look back at all the jobs you've had, any kind. Your bosses, other people's bosses. And anyone that's running a business that you have Intel on, what do they do wrong? What do they do right? What can you learn that will give you an edge? And I'm telling you that when I look back at an unnamed builder, I knew well, I saw a lot of issues and I just, I just assumed cause I hadn't really considered that I'd be running my own business one day. That kind of just happened. Uh, did that just happen to you too? Uh, but I started thinking about back on it and I, I wrote this down as I worked on the vision for my company. Once I started trying to have a vision for my company, because at first I didn't, I, like I said before, I was a deer in the headlights. But what had he done that I did not want to do? And the number one thing was, is they were always late. Everything was really disorganized and the communication between employees and the boss was, was non-existent. It was, uh, a lot of mind reading to be expected. And, you know, this is how a lot of people, this is what a lot of expectations of contractors is because it is it is a prevalent problem. Uh, and, and, you know, working there, the clients and employees never knew where they were or when they were coming or, and it was causing tons of miscommunications and confusion on the job sites, you know, the guys didn't, the crew didn't know what to do in the morning every day. And we're expected to have continuity. And I've run into the same problem with employees where, you know, I expect them to just have continuity. Like, where, where did you leave off yesterday? I shouldn't have to tell you where to pick up. But that mindset is a trap because they're not you. Feel me on that? They're not you. They don't have the same vested interest. They just want to get paid and go home. They don't want to run a business. And so you need to focus on that communication. And And I don't, I'm not saying that um, this example I was using, this other guy was a poor communicator in terms of that, but um, he just was a bad communicator. And I don't think business was his was his path. Um, and when you're when you're when your clients don't know where you are, it's super stressful for them. I mean when people have given you tens of thousands of dollars in down payments and you're kind of, you know, not really present, it makes them really nervous. And that can lead to some really sticky situations if things don't go right. So uh, another thing that was going on with this other contractor was the job sites were super disorganized and there was no, like the delivery of materials was completely random and not in the right order. That is something I'm really a stickler about. Don't bring materials to the job site if you can't store them easily. And don't bring stuff to the job site and have to move it three times, you know wait like just time it correctly and and you see this around you all the time where where people are just bringing stuff in and dropping it and then and then your guy's gotta work right where there's a pile of tile or a pile of flooring, and no, no, don't do it. keep your sites organized uh and so job sites were organized the nuclear path to completing projects and with the expectation that the employees would read their mind they were never really lined out and and then they would just get yelled at or we would just get yelled at for what was wrong and there was never any um there was never, never any positive feedback about all the things we were doing right and so so what did your bosses do Uh, Clearly, these are basic but huge problems that I didn't want to have with my my contracted company. And so now are you flashing back to other bad practices? Uh, Another company, we had insufficient tools and crappy tools, and we were expected to have top notch products. And we all know that when you have crappy equipment, work takes longer and we don't have tools and equipment made for specific tasks. Your employees have to innovate and innovation is awesome. It's great when your employees can think on their feet and and make things happen. Um, but when your employees are doing custom tool making to do something that they could have just done if they had the right tool, they'll spend the whole afternoon on this task that's kind of fun because they had to make it up and you have no idea what's going on. But three guys or three gals have been, you know, in reinventing the wheel on your job site and you just lost a bunch of money and you can't get mad at them because you didn't provide them with the right tools. And a few hours of labor for three employees paid a competitive wage can buy a lot of saws, multi tools, screw guns, and so on. So reinvesting in your company is a huge for production and quality, but it also makes your company look more professional. Going back to episode two of public perception. Another one that I've seen across the board is lies. And don't lie if you've made a mistake. Uh, And if you can solve it, I talked about this in the last episode, I believe. If you can solve a problem without requesting more funds, great you know if you don't have to talk about it because you don't need to stress people out but if not you got to own up to it and if you don't know the answer to the question tell them you need to think about it and get back to them don't, don't make something up don't lie it's a trap you've seen it blow up in other people's faces don't let your impulse to keep someone happy at the moment set you up for problems even if it's well intentioned and uh, because you will get a bad reputation if you lie as my company has grown in a steady state, I've watched some others come and go, uh, coming and going. As far as I can tell, is often due to people living on beyond their means or going broke for and going broke or growing too quickly and not being able to keep up with the workload. But we're still here, and you know when you when you're investing this time into into communicating and and spending money on the stuff you need, the dividends really come back later when it all becomes routine. So the mistakes I made um, at the beginning of my career as a licensed contractor is I had no plan for talking to clients on the phone. It's kind of why I'm a stickler for it and uh, mentioned uh, we had two episodes about it. Um, And I had no plan for when I got to their house, which was a recent episode as well. Uh, don't get me wrong, there was minor planning, and but I didn't have a ton of experience doing it, and I definitely met a lot of questions with silence, and also I didn't get su- sufficient information in the first phone call, so I didn't have a like I didn't have a central place to, to write down a notebook or anything for my information. I, I mean, I didn't have a cell phone when I started. I'd have i get home from work and check my you know answering machine. That's how long ago that was. There were cell phones. I just didn't have one because I thought, <laughs> whatever. Anyhow, uh, check out the other two podcasts on on uh, client cold calls, and and tell me what you think and, and what you do or or what you do differently. Because I think even if you've been doing this, it's nice to get some insights and some feedback from someone else who does it. And as I've been getting feedback about the podcast. It's cool because uh, there is affirmation going on for other contractors when they listen to this because they go, oh yeah, I exp- I, that's, that's me. And that feels great to, to be uh, relating to you guys on, on that level. So what else did I do wrong? I wore all the hats. I just talked about this. I didn't talk about me so much, but I, I built my own website. I did my own SEO. Do you know what that is? I did my own books. If you don't know what it is, you're smart because you're paying someone else to do it. And you don't even have to know. Uh, I did my books. I did my taxes. I did my logo. I learned so- all the software associated with work and taxes. I tried learning everything I could about all these aspects while simultaneously doing all the required work on my job sites because that was a one-man show from gutting to plumbing, heating, wiring, finishing, drywall. And it was way too much. And I talked about what that does to you in the previous episode here or in a couple episodes ago in, in the episode about wearing too many hats. So, a quick little review here is that in learning from the mistakes of others that came before you, the big ones are for me were, you know, punctuality, disorganization, poor communication, not planning, living beyond their means, growing too fast. And my big mistakes were not getting good information from my clients on phone calls or on my first site visit. And I wasted tons of time. With tire kickers and and re- revisiting sites before I could even get out a a good a good, uh, a good uh, proposal, and I wore too many hats, and I'm telling you, wearing too many hats is is a, you just gotta you gotta get a hold of that, um, and I made a lot more mistakes along the way, and on our journey through the podcast, I'll address issues I've raised here and others to be discussed take home is don't screw up like I did or them or the others those were your bosses before you save yourself a lot of time and heartache and work methodically through your business development and that's all I got I want to give a Frank or a shout out to uh, FBX Frank who said that he really enjoyed the episode 2 about what not to do uh, in in a client cold call And he said it really resonated with him. And I appreciate that, Frank. I know who Frank is. Thanks, man. All right, you guys. That's all I got. Later. Thanks for listening today. Go ahead and email me if you want to be on the show or want to tell me what you like or don't like about it at my email, info at thecontractinghandbook.com. And this is where I say, if you have not subscribed, please subscribe wherever you source your podcast. Thanks again. Talk to you soon. Later.